0: 21 of stupid or irresponsible. I'm Justin Shelley, CEO of Master Computing. I'm Joe Milo, CIO of Master Computing. Joe, we've uh, kind of got into a tradition of talking about the most interesting thing that's happened to us over the past week. Uh, anything exciting in your world? Uh,
1: well, yeah, we uh, here in Texas, we had a gigantic ice storm uh, come through. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I maybe on the second page somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> no. Yeah, the rolling power outage uh, throughout the state and up into other states as well.
0: For those who were lucky enough to have rolling power, yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, water out, out everywhere. So,
0: anyway, um, because of that, got some
1: burst pipes, got to do some um, actual plumbing on the new house. So that's nice. Fun. Brand new house that you've
0: been in for yeah, like exactly. six months now or something. Almost, almost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Already doing home repairs. Hey, yeah. uh, owning a home is an education. Boy, I tell you. <laughs> Yeah, just coming off that, yeah, and all the fun stuff of, you
1: know, having to work from home and situate that kind of stuff and everybody else has to work from home and getting them all set up. So,
0: what are we now 2 weeks away from that thing that uh, Icepocalypse has as it's has called in it 2 whatever weeks, it. I think was it, yeah, something I like that. I think about that. Yeah. And would you say that personally, you're back to normal at the on the home front?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Really, we lost internet for about a, a week. Uh And roll, like broken I said. Broken pie. Roll, yeah, broken pie, rolling power outage. Uh, and then we were on a water, water, bo- uh, yeah, boil. boil water order, order. Right. So
0: yeah, as far as all those are concerned, we're good but to you go. You guys are good. No more yep. damage to deal with. As far as I know, Business I'm going to knock usual. on wood. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> good. Well, I, I mean, I'm asking because I know a lot of people are still digging out and will be for quite some time. Sure. So we luckily were, we, we didn't have any damage at all to our house no and no damage to the office because hey. this could have been oh yeah really messy if we were helping our clients clean up which we've been doing yeah while we're trying to clean up our own mess here at the yeah office, unfortunately so. I, yeah my residential had a small
1: uh issue i've dealt with several several places way too many to count yeah uh where roofs are caving in and irrigation just totally destroying into uh. entire business
0: offices it's outrageous it's been ugly it's yeah. been ugly all right. Well, that's a uh, that's yeah. a solid one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with something a little bit uh, less dramatic. Maybe um, I turned uh, 26 years old. Hey, on congratulations! Sunday, all right. Yesterday, as yeah. we record here. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all celebrated the fraternity year. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 47, I guess, would be the real number. Uh, anyways, uh, celebrated birthday yesterday and the day before ran a 10 K haven't run a race in a long time. I used to run a race almost every month Yeah. and it's been, I don't know, it's just been a long time. So race went well, felt good. Uh, really happy about that. So that's the most interesting thing I've been up to in the last week (laughs) with that, Joe, let's, uh, let's get down to business here. Yeah. Uh, Episode 21. 21 today. Banking online. If you're doing Uh, that, do this one thing. All right. So you know what? We're going to, well, we've got an update. Do you have an update for us. You want well, to talk a little bit about, you fire know,
1: I, I do like to bring this up. Uh, you know, with the giant fire eye thing. Yeah. Um, so one one typical uh, attribute of this whole fire eye incident is uh, these marketing agents. I guess are coming up with these cool, clever names uh, whenever they find these back doors. Well, just just released. They've got a new one called Sun Shuttle. Uh, it's a new back- Sun Shuttle. Sun Shuttle. Yeah, they're all kind of in okay. the same nomenclature kind of thing. Uh, it's another back door into uh, Orion. Uh, so now, if you're keeping track, so there's Sunspot, uh, the original Orion backdoor, Sunburst, uh, the second backup back door to Orion. Uh, then you got Teardrop. Uh, that's the Memory Dropper, uh, where they throw the Cobalt Strike beacon in installs and stuff. Um, then you got Raindrop. Uh, it's the Teardrop backup. Um, and then so the Supernova, which is uh, you know the, the big one where they you know where they had the Update servers that were automatically updating the server, right? Um, and now, so now the Sun Shuttle, Sun Shuttle. So yeah, They're pretty clever. Yeah. Oh well. I mean,
0: <laughs> hey, uh, off topic, kind of, at least from today's topic. But were you around in the days of back office, Microsoft back office? So we have Office, sure. Word, Excel, PowerPoint, whatever. Uh-huh. Were you around for back office? Ah, doesn't sound familiar. Okay. This is back in the days of NT 4.0, I believe. Yeah. I mean, there's been a few uh, few weeks, months, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so there back was- Back when you were 26. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it was basically Exchange Server, uh, you know, the, the software that ran Office okay. is kind of what this was. They called it back office. And uh, the geniuses that marketed the malware- it, there was a malware called Back Orifice. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, that, that's where you took my brain as you were going over all of those uh, <laughs> backdoors called Sunshine, whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> the Sunshine. <laughs> all right, the we, yeah. we better stop yeah. this conversation it, uh, now uh, yeah. before it derails hard. <laughs> uh, so okay, um, you know you've you've got us up to speed on that, and now we're going to talk about banking. Yes. And banking, banking Joe. It's kind of a, it's got my attention these days. So you tell your story and then we're going to dig into something.
1: Yeah. So rule number one, anybody, anybody that's doing bank. Well, let me just read this spread real quick. If you're doing online banking, never access your online banking account with a PC or device that you also log into social media sites or a free email account. So say you've got a Gmail account. uh, You want to check it while you're at work? Don't. Um, you've got a computer at the house and you want to just knock out this quick work on the weekend so you can go out and do whatever you do, don't Um, unless you're connecting through a VPN onto your work computer. But even still, you want to be very super, super vigilant there. Um, If you surf, you know, uh, all, you know, if you have different uh, coupon things or uh, different extensions on your computer at the house and you just want to, you know, check the, the balance on, on a work, you know, a work account or somebody calls in and have an emergency situation, just don't do it. Um, They're highly hackable. Keeping one, you know, one PC dedicated to online banking, Um, it reduces your chances of getting a bank account hacking virus or being hacked itself or giving up your credentials. Um, Let's say you've got an email in your Gmail account or your Yahoo account that says, hey, your bank is overdue or you've got money coming to you click here and you put in your banking information there. Now your whole company is, Damaged. Uh, they're probably in the back door. They're probably, you know, withdrawing the funds almost instantaneously. Just don't. Yeah. Don't. Um, make sure if somebody gives you wiring instructions, you know, you've got – you call them before you wire any
0: money whatsoever, even if it looks legit, even if it, you know, is legit. Well, so I want to pause it because now you're yeah. getting ahead of me a little bit. But, Joe, wh- I'm just going to push back a little bit on this tip. Okay. All right? You've got a computer. you got one computer. Yeah. And – You're going to do banking online. I mean, you almost have to these days. And people are going to do social media. It's like, how is it practical? I mean, you're sitting in front of a business owner, and you're telling them that, and they're pushing back. They're like, so just, you're talking to me. Let's role play this thing. You just told me, Justin, don't ever do social media and free email, Gmail, uh, and banking on the same computer. I'm like, Joe, bullshit. That's not even practical. I can't. I've got one computer. I'm doing all these things. What are you going to tell them? The At other, a minimum, hey, uh, you have MFA on all those accounts. Is okay. that right? Yeah. You yeah. do? Yeah? Yeah. And I mean, this is using, role play. This, and is, and this, is, your this is hypothetical. Oh,
1: yeah, because it's not reality, right? <laughs> you better be.
0: <laughs> Listen, we are a security company. <laughs> so, okay, so MFA. Chef. Yeah, yeah. So, if, if you've got a business owner, you've got an executive that they're just not playing this game, yeah. then this is what you'd say is, is put multi-factor authentication definitely on, on guarantee that?
1: Make sure you got an antivirus on that computer. Is this your business computer? You're doing all these things on. We're going to go with yes. Okay. Uh, make sure you know IT company knows that these are your, that you're doing this. Uh, oh, I like that. Yeah. What's the policy on social media for your your business? You know, does that See, and
0: that's what I wanted to get into as well. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a policy? This on is this acceptable and... use policy territory. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. And so... do companies have to have then a different acceptable use policy by position?
1: Like absolutely, absolutely.
0: Okay. So you got one for the CEO, which is basically you own the place. You're going to do whatever the hell you want. We right. understand that. And we're also going to lock everything down because exactly. we know you're too dumb. to And stay vigilant <laughs> and make sure you, got the, you have right. an IT guy that has logs going through. And as soon as there's some lateral movement or whatever. Yeah. And by the way, business owners out there, I'm not calling you dumb. I'm actually talking about myself. <laughs> so, uh, kind of. So anyways, um, yeah. So you've got to have, if you're going to do these things, man, you better have some extra precautions in place. Definitely. And one thing that's come up recently is actually to have two-factor authentication on your desktop on Windows to log in. Right? We, yeah, we, I mean, it hasn't been that long procedure. ago that we did that here as a policy for our company. Yeah, um, it's rolled out to all the DFARS. Anybody that's got DFARS regulation, yeah, uh, PCI compliance. So when you log into Windows, it's username, it's password, and then it's grab your phone and you know. And there's a million like ways the, to do it. Yeah, there is. If you don't want to deal with
1: text, or you don't want to deal with another app, you, you you know, there's generally a way you can have it like call your phone, or call the office, or email you. Yeah. Um, I typically advise to stay away from the
0: email side because those can get breached as well. But right. So let me let me back up cuz I took us in in the weeds a little bit on purpose but really what we're coming down to is we have to have policies around who gets to do what on their computer. They've got to be enforced. The people have to be educated on these policies, yeah. you know, to have a policy sitting on a shelf somewhere doesn't do any good.
1: And look, honestly, if somebody is controlling your money or your business's money, there needs to be strict protocol around sure. that. Yeah, uh, you know this handshake and or word agreement of yeah, I'll be I'll be super careful, I promise. Right. I mean, no go. Your typical user is not. Uh, your typical accountant is not going to be the most IT uh, security management policy. Yeah. Runner of the world, you know. They're just not there.
0: Okay, so now we're going to go back because I cut you off because you started to get ahead of me, <laughs> and and I want to talk a little bit about bank fraud and this is a subject that's come up multiple times in fact we had an episode called the bank is not your friend if i remember right that was the title of it and we actually called a bank and said hey hypothetical um somebody got onto my computer logged in remote or whatever and they wired money out of my account uh is there any way to get that money back and we had the first line person say oh absolutely yeah and i'm like yeah let me talk to your manager Manager comes on and she's like, hell no, we're not. Right. There's nothing we can do. You're screwed. Yeah. Well, what are some best practices? Ah, we're not going to tell you. I mean, like the bank was anything but helpful. And so now, Joe, as we're talking about bank fraud, we we are both acquainted with a situation where somebody was uh, scammed out of $15,000. Yeah. You're familiar with this case I'm talking about, right? All too well. Okay, so the, uh, you know, if we were to... So first of all, I'm just going to say that the email that came in requesting money was by all appearances absolutely legitimate. Yeah. It was from a vendor that they were working with. Um, it was expected. It was the right amount. Like it 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 was in a reply in the same communication yeah, thread. Right. So there was nothing that could have been a red flag for the user. Absolutely not. All and right. even digging into the logs it all, it was everything there it, looked It legit. looked looked legit. Yeah. It was yeah. by all intents and purposes a legitimate email. Exactly. So Joe, you 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 told the punchline before we told the joke, but let's go back to it. What is? How do we prevent this kind of a thing where a vendor comes in and says, "Hey, here are my wiring instructions. Here's the invoice. Pay the bill online." What's the protocol? How do we fix that?
1: Well, this goes back to policies. You've got to have a security policy. You've got to have a password policy. Uh, we require any kind of Office 365 or Azure admin, like any anybody. Well, so I'm talking about the
0: one who got the email. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Policies. Technology protections, none of that would have helped. Right. Uh, so I'm getting training. an email. We're going to role play again. Yeah. I get the email and yeah. say, hey, Justin, you owe me $15,000. Here's the bank instructions. Wire it today. Yeah. And I know this person. I've been doing business with them. I owe them the money. I'm happy to pay it. I wire the email, or I, I wire the money. What should I have done different? The one thing I should have done different. Well, anytime you're wiring money you're you're
1: calling them you're personally calling them you're making sure everything was legit and that's with you know even if it's something that you do on a regular basis even if it's uh especially i almost definitely every time there's like a change um if it's you know if it's a bank wire or like a monthly charge something like that uh but especially in in a situation where they're changing uh, banking information or routing information any kind of
0: wire like Number one, don't wire. Just period. don't wire money. If somebody emails you instructions on wiring money, just don't. Right. Without picking up the phone and calling them, 100%. you initiate the phone call yeah. and say, "Hey, Mister Vendor, yeah. I just got your email. I want to make sure a that you sent the email yeah. and b that I have your bank account information right. Will you read me your bank information so I could confirm what's on right. the email?
1: Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, I, I maybe there's a way to f- spoof that too, but. Well, I'll tell you this.
1: Yeah. You making the call guarantees and also making sure you have the right number. That, right. Uh, that's that's
0: where it doesn't guarantee. If the number's in the email with the bank account instruction, yeah, the number could be wrong. Yeah. Right. Google
1: that bank. Figure out that phone <laughs> make number. Sure make sure you've got the right, the right number. Place.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a favorite
1: trick is they like to say, you know. Give you a fake email or a fake uh, phone number. Exactly. Yeah. Fake phone number
0: and they'll call. And, and they, they have operators standing yeah. by. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right yeah. there 20%. to help you. And uh, you know. All right, I, so that's it on the on the let's say the the customer side yeah. of this transaction. If Joe, you were the vendor, yeah, that you know, let's just say, and and this is kind of hypothetical, but if if your email account got breached, you were sending me invoices back and forth saying, "Hey, Justin, uh, we're going to do this job for you. Here's the price, whatever, whatever," um, and then somebody jumps in and sends me an email on your behalf that changes the banking instructions or or whatever it right. was. How would you prevent that?
1: Well, there's several back-end things as an IT provider, uh, just managed service kind of thing, where we we configure IP blocks. Uh, we don't allow people in Malaysia to log in as us. Um, again, the MFA, anytime anybody tries to log in, um, it sends me a text you know, or uh, a message uh, requiring another authentication method to prove that I am who I am. Yeah. Um, We restrict access. None of our actual accounts have any kind of administrative rights or global access rights.
0: Yeah, like me, the owner of this company, I cannot log into my exchange, my office online, whatever the hell it is, Outlook Online, (laughs) Office 365 account. There we go. I can't do that and make a change to your account. Exactly. I'm the owner of the company, and I don't have the credentials to do that. And yeah. Now there's a separate account that does, but none of us use that account on a daily basis. It's got a crazy password. You right. got to authenticate 3 times to get into yeah. it. It's a thing. Yeah. Um it's so, geo-blocked. It's got to be coming from here. The more important you think you are in a company, just a tip, the less access you should have to stuff. 100% cuz you're the you're the whale that everybody's yeah. looking to come get. You. Yeah. Like, I don't have access to shit in this company. (laughs) (laughs) Just about anything I need, I'm calling you.
1: (laughs) And I have to call on the the administrative uh, authentication to get in that. My account
0: doesn't have access to that. Yeah. All right. Okay. So that's probably enough on the uh, security tip side. Joe, uh, I think you've got some news headlines, some stuff going on out there in the wild
1: yeah i just wanted to bring a couple things up uh the big news this week was microsoft uh they issued uh, a patch for four zero days gigantic uh one was exchange right it's all 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 four of them are on microsoft exchange exchange. okay and that's every version every version Mm. they got from 2013 and up uh
0: they're actively being exploited uh so question yeah and this i actually don't know yeah well number one i'm glad we don't have exchange anymore we, we do used to have, have exchange a... we just we have hosted exchange and they've already patched it up. so that's what i was going to ask but yeah. we do not have our own exchange server that we manage on direct not anymore no and i don't think any of our clients do maybe one or two no well no. we have some internal exchange servers yeah they're not connected to the internet okay so these vulnerabilities do exist on the hosted exchange that microsoft manages but they've already caught it and patched it? Is that what they you're caught me? it and patched it before it was a thing Okay, on Office 365,
1: and there's pre-mitigation. Plus, the Microsoft, I, I, kudos to Microsoft. They are a completely blacklist, trust no one. Okay. Uh, and so the vulnerabilities for the backdoor of actually getting in and authentication, um, it's impossible for how they're set up in the cloud, or okay. with Microsoft at least. Good, good. Uh, but on-prem servers everywhere. Uh, I, I saw a thing yesterday, or let's see. Right now, there's thirty thousand confirmed exploits going on right now. Thirty thousand exchange servers. Wow, uh, and that's just U.S. alone. Uh, it's in the it's in the hundreds of thousands of worldwide. Um, and right now, there so they've guaranteed today. I saw a thing. Um, there are four states, and they're the big ones: China, Russia, Korea. Right, um, that are. Actively hacking, um, exploitable. Oh, of course they are, and that's. I mean, unless you've patched, unless you've gotten this patch, and even if you've already patched, you're pro- and, and you were breached, Assume breach. There was yeah. a there was a notice from um, uh, what's the White House's new one, not CISA. Well, they're, they're new uh, their new uh, security guys that are all you know on top of stuff. They they issued a statement. Assume breach. Really? If you have on-prem exchange, assume breach, Wow! here's the mitigation steps. Uh, get your stuff patched, but you also have to do this because they're in. They've wow. got this remote code executable. They've also got administrative access, and they've got continuous exploits going on. So even after you patch, they're still in there.
0: Oh, ouch. Yeah,
1: ouch, ouch indeed.
0: <laughs> <Damn>.
1: <laughs> so that's the big one. Okay. All right. Um, I, there's another one on QNAP. Uh, QNAP, are, uh, they're real popular in NOS devices. Um d-link uh there's a lot of names they go under uh they're they're the head basically most noses nos device like network storage if you've got a big uh box in your house or at work uh you do backups or something too or maybe you save all your pictures on this nos device um are we talking like consumer equipment it's consumer and business grade both Okay, yeah um just network storage yeah um Anyway, uh, right now there's four, four and a half million vulnerable QNAPs, uh, that needs this firmware patch from, let's see, August of last
0: year, August, 2020, uh, right now. So here's how the malware works. Well, before you go there, I'm going to back you up a little bit and we're going to talk about, what does you say QNOP? Yeah. Is that a brand? Yeah. Well, it's a, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and then NAS, and I know what NAS means, but, uh. Maybe our audience does. Maybe they right. don't, Joe. Just talk a l- 30 seconds. What is a NAS? Uh, network additive storage, it's just a backup device or a storage that is
1: on your network. It's essentially a computer on your network where you share... SharePoint is a NAS, essentially, okay.
0: in the cloud. Some people might consider it like an external hard drive. Exa- right? Yeah, yeah. Precisely. So if you've got an external hard drive, or some people call it a server... Yeah, but it's I not mean, a server, right? I've I've heard it's that a lot. External hard We've drive got the server here that. in the closet, and they point to one of these, right? Right. Yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, it' a central place to store files. Exactly. If we just think of it that right. way. Right. All right. Okay. Maybe your so P-drive now, or something. now go ahead and tell us the. So hackers there.
1: Uh, so there is a backdoor into these. Hackers have already exploited it. Like I said, four and a half million are uh, vulnerable currently. You can just search for this open port. Uh, they're being breached. They've got uh, Bitcoin mining. Oh, nice. Or cryptocurrency in general. Nice. They can switch to Ethereum or whatever um, in the back door, and they're currently
0: exploiting and uh, mining firmware to your expense. So that's mainly what they're using it for is to mine. That's what then, this one is. Uh, okay. Yeah. So not really something that's going to cause catastrophic problems for the users. Well, you tell me. If somebody is utilizing your entire
1: company's network resources. Sure.
0: No, it, it, it's a problem.
1: Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you're not going to lose data over this one not Probably. now i mean if you've got access to that uh Probably. not using this particular mining uh they're definitely taking money out of your pocket but they're in there they're in there yeah and they've got access to let's say they sell their company or their share or their yeah exploit yeah on the market then next, the next guys can do whatever they want right okay so there's
0: beware there's a little time here maybe but get after it yeah no, okay. definitely no. If yeah, these are zero. This days. isn't as bad as exchange, is what I'm saying. This
1: well, yeah, no, it's not. Maybe yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to put it on
0: a scale, sure, you know. <laughs> so, sure. Yeah. All right. All right. What else we got, or is that uh, that? that those are the only headlines the... I got. Yeah, I okay. wanted to
1: wrap up a little bit. Uh, I wanted to tease with next week's episode. Okay. What I about may. next week? Yeah. It's tempting to do this and think it's okay. Dot dot dot.
0: And think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. That sounds exciting. Yeah. All right. So that'll be next week. Well, Joe, I'm going to just wrap up. you have any other final thoughts? No, yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to kind of summarize this really quickly. Takeaways from this. Online banking, this is a huge, huge problem. Like over and over, if if there was one thing I could stop out there in the world, it would be this online banking. (laughs) I don't know. Ransomware is right up there too. But um, ransomware doesn't guarantee money in their pockets. But this online banking uh, fraud, I need to put that keyword in there, um, it's done. By the time you find out about it, it's done. Yeah. It's not like ransomware where you maybe you can get away with it. It's just over. Yeah. So we've, we've talked about three things that I want to highlight. Number one is um, policies and procedures that are enforced. If you have access to online banking, don't do social media, don't do free email account like Gmail, Hotmail, Yahoo, whatever the right. head, whatever they're all called. Okay. DoorDash, any of those. Yeah, really just have a computer for finance. Designate it. And, it has and trick security. Finance cannot do any of that stuff on their computer. Yeah. All right. Number two, if if you have somebody email you instructions to wire them money, don't do it. <laughs> right? Just don't do it without picking up the phone and calling them and confirming both that they sent you the email and that you have the right information. And I would not let them read the information. Yeah. No, I said that backwards. I would make them read the account number to make sure that it matches what I have. Exactly. Not the other way around, because right. if you read it to them, they can just say, oh yeah, that's Yeah, it. that's the one. <laughs> you know, I, I'd make them do it. So anyways, um, and then finally, as vendors, because you know our audience here is business owners. You're, you're doing business with your customers. Make sure that you have multi-factor authentication on your email accounts. Everything. Everything you can. Uh, on everything. Honestly. Right now, we're talking about email. Sure. You've got to have uh, multi factor authentication, and you cannot have administrative, uh, you know, like credentials. You, you cannot have the ability to change email accounts within your organization Right. with your login. Like, yeah. I, as the owner of this company, cannot get on there and change your email information. Yeah. So, have a different account, different password. Yeah. So, all right. Those are the three things, guys. If you need help, if uh, any of this sounds overwhelming or you want an extra set of eyes on it just jump on our website mastercomputingcom slash discovery and we'll take 10 minutes we'll we'll talk you through answer questions uh, you know give you some free advice if you'd like to hire us fine but if you just want to pick our brains that's fine too so joe that's all i've got any final words uh see you next week all right take care guys bye